It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shit. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. It's Monday. The podcast is back. Al's 10 feet for me. Here we are. And uh, how are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. Everything all right? Yeah, all good over here. Good weekend. Boy, the weather was horrendous yes. this weekend. Really, it's just depressing. You know where to go, nothing to do, and yet you found things to do, which we'll get to in a moment. But first... Let's clear up a couple of things from this morning, or at least one thing this morning. Uh, In the 9 o'clock hour, we did the, I want to keep saying Carly Rae Jepsen, the um, Vanessa Carlton song with Team USA singing it on the plane, blah, 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 blah. And you were wondering why they would do such a thing. And I guess you have an update to that? Yeah, so yeah, Team USA was singing along to Vanessa Carlton's 1,000 Miles, which I was wondering why they picked that song out of every song to do. That song came out in 2002, and why are NBA players knowing what that song is? Uh, to which uh, people on Twitter hit me up and said it was uh, there was a very funny scene in the movie White Chicks where that song was featured with a, as a sing along. Hmm. So they were sort of I don't know doing something similar. Me neither. I Who did not see movie? White Chicks. I think that was the Wayans Brothers. Okay, I'm just googling it. Where now they pretend you... to be white women. Um, Jim that Rome is the, refer- the Wayans Brothers. You're right. <laughs> Jim Rome references it a lot as a uh, movie that he enjoys. Watching Marlon over and, and over Sean again. Wayans. Yeah. They dress up as white women. In 2004. Yeah. I don't know that movie. I okay. don't know it either. I mean, I'm aware it exists, but I didn't see it. When was the last time you went to a movie theater? I saw Star Wars, the latest one in the movie theater. Did you really? Yeah, I did see that in the movie I didn't think theater. that you'd be into that. Well, my girlfriend was into it, and I thought, I'll go along okay. for the thing. And it was I enjoyed it, actually. So are, do you frequent the theater? Or I not? don't. I probably go twice a year, tops. Oh, it's more than me. Okay. Yeah, maybe once a year. So white chicks would not have been one you would have seen no, in the theaters. No, I'm not like a big Wayans Brothers guy, so I'm not even. I wouldn't even watch that on cable. Okay. Is there? Let me ask you this, and then move on. Is there a, um, a movie series like Star Wars you went and see? Not that that was your interest, but you went for your girlfriend. Is there some sort of a movie series like that that you would? It would be like I got to go see that. Like if there was another Terminator. Would you go see it? If no. I mean, Rocky's come out a million times. You haven't gone to see it. I don't have a got to see it. No. So like Beverly Hills Cop 4, if it comes out, I have to see it. That's probably it, though, for me. Nothing else. Yeah, I don't have one of those. Okay. I don't have a got to see Godfather it. Godfather 4 comes out. No. Since you never saw the first three, probably not going to go see the fourth one. Yeah, very little interest on that. All right, fair enough. Goodfellas mm. 2? Uh, that, I, I did enjoy Goodfellas. So you could. I could. I wouldn't. It, it's not a got to see, though, got for it. me. Got it. All right, fair enough. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, Jerry, this weekend I was a little annoyed. Like I don't I don't mind spending money on things that I enjoy. Okay. And if it's worth spending the money. Fair enough. But when I spend money on something that I really was not worth it, I get very bothered. So I went to Asbury Park uh, this on Saturday. Oh, was Bruce playing? He was not. No. Close or not close. I had a lovely dinner in Asbury Park, okay. which was a little pricey, but again, I thought it was very good, and I... So you don't mind? I said, all right, it was a little pricey, but fair enough, it was solid. Okay. Now, is this Pier Village? No. Uh, that in Long Branch? As, that's in Long Branch. I'm sorry. I went to a place called Fish in uh, 
Asbury Park. Fish. It was very good. I got I got the fish, Jerry. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, it was good. Do well they sell anything it. other than fish? They do. Fish. They have a couple land lovers uh, items on there. Should be called fish and stuff. Fish and sticks. Uh, I think it's like fish urban dining, it's called. It's kind of like the place down the block, just salad. Just salad. You walk in, they've got smoothies, wraps, and sandwiches. Yeah, so they, it's not really just salads. They have things other than <laughs> salads. Anyway, after dinner. So after dinner, I went to um, see a, I went to the Stone Pony, which I love the Stone Pony, but there was a Bruce Springsteen cover band there. Okay. And I thought, well, how much could that be? A cover band? I was thinking a $10 cover. It was 25 bucks a person. And you didn't know this before you went in. I didn't know this before I went, but I did. Uh, listen, I did decide to give them $50. Which so you did go. I did, because my girlfriend kind of wanted to go. We wanted to do something. We were there. It was horrendous. <laughs> Why? They well, just weren't any of, good? They were taking it too long in between songs, and then I didn't realize, had I known this going in, I wouldn't have gone in. They were they were using the set list that Bruce Springsteen used at a uh, famous show of his at the Agora Club in Cleveland. Okay, now I don't understand why that's bad. It's bad because it was from 1978, so there was no Bruce Springsteen songs going to be played post-1978, of which I was like, ah. So I was just annoyed that I paid $50. You're not getting glory days. No. And it was just not, I don't know. Let me get this straight. It really bugged me. You paid $50 to see a Bruce Springsteen cover band on a whim. On a whim. But you won't pay $5 to get your car valeted. Right. That I won't do. That's on policy. I will not valet my car. If there's an option. In fact, there are restaurants that I like that I refuse to go to because they only offer valet parking. Really? Yeah. I look at that as such a bonus. A bonus? Yes. To not have to park your car and walk. It's tremendous. Most of the time, the problem with these valet parking places at restaurants is they take your car five feet and park it. In some cases, that's very yeah, true. Yeah, that that I don't go for. I don't like that either. I don't don't blame me on that one. But if you go to dinner in Manhattan, they're taking your car three miles to park it. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't go to well, dinner in Manhattan, but but even if they take it and and take it to another parking lot, if you if I borrowed your car for the day, right, and I was going to be driving it all day long, I wouldn't adjust your mirrors and seat. I I would adjust my body, thinking I want you to. Get back in your car comfortable the way you know how your mirrors and your seat are. Valet parking, they're taking it 30 seconds away from you. They're changing the mirrors and the seats. I I, I can't have that. It, well, it depends. If a guy's six foot eight that's driving it, he's got to adjust the seat. Well, then he shouldn't the be a valet parker. Well, then well, why not? It's a good line of work. Because he has to adjust every seat he gets into. So, according to you, every valet parker yeah. should basically be 5'9, 5'10. That's about it. That'd and be don't ideal. Move anything. That would be ideal. Yeah, like you were mocking me sort of that uh, when we went to Borgata, I parked in the garage and walked. No, not sort of. I was. Oh. I was. I would think at this point, at this stage of your life, you just pull up, hey, how are you? You get the ticket, give the guy a couple bucks. Yeah. See you tomorrow. I didn't do that. As opposed to parking, looking for a spot, and I mean, come on. And then on. dragging the luggage. I mean, what are you doing? Through the hotel? <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. This way, you walk in the door, boom, you're at the front desk. Right. It's kind of the way. I walk. And I about the fact when I checked in Friday night or Thursday night or Wednesday, what the hell night was it? Thursday night? Uh, Thursday night. I'm sitting there, I'm checking in, and I hear, hey, Jerry. I'm like, oh, Big my fans. first thought is, hey, all right, it's cool. Someone came for the show. You know, it was Bob Holding. Oh, of the Bob Holding band. Yeah, how about that? He was there. Talk about odd. He was like 15 feet from me. That was kind of weird. Hmm. 
Anyway, whatever. So 25 bucks, 50 25 bucks, bucks, you got rocked. But you must be doing well. So how much dinner cost? You said quite pricey. The dinner was like 120. 120 on yeah. dinner. 100 bucks on the show. How much did you spend on drinks? No, 50 bucks on the show. Oh, 50 on the show. How much were drinks? Once I walked in there and spent $50 and knew I was not going to have a good time, I did not buy drinks. Any. Really? Nope. Did you stay for the whole show? Nope. I stayed for three songs. I was like, I got to get out of here. $50 yeah. for three songs? My girlfriend asked if we could get a refund, and they said no. Wow. Which is understandable. And no, again, I wouldn't I, give you a refund either. I love the Stone Pony. These guys I did not care for. How about this? And also, as much as I'm complaining that it was $25 a ticket, which I plopped down, and the place was packed. For- so $25 was the correct uh, amount to charge, evidently. I don't understand. You got to explain. You're a, yeah. you're a music guy. I am a music I guy. I don't understand how these bands pack in these, even just a theater or even these clubs that might even get a thousand people. When we were driving to Borgata Thursday, I saw a sign for Boss Skaggs. Yeah. How the hell is he putting in more than 50 people in a place? That I don't know. To hear well, Lido? Lido. The Lido what the Shuffle. hell else did he sing? He had one other song you would know. Great. I don't remember. He's got it, but two top two songs. songs. What else are you going for? That I don't know. I, that, that's a great question. I have no idea what goes I, on I, can, at these I shows. actually can understand a cover band doing yeah. better than a guy like that. For sure. Because at least you're expecting the cover band to play all the hits. You got Rook the other night. All right, fine. But most right. cover bands do play the hits because, hell, right. they're not even the ones that wrote the songs. They got to play what's popular. It's a great life, I think, being in a cover band. Totally agree. So I can almost see that more. I don't understand how these borderline stars get people to spend $80 a ticket. I agree with you. I don't know what they're doing either. Even Joe Walsh. Right. Which I wanted to stay for. We didn't. That was Saturday night at Borgata. Would you have spent $130 a ticket to see Joe Walsh? No. But I would have gone to see Joe Walsh if it was more reasonably priced. Because he's got more hits than you remember. No doubt. Plus all the stuff he did with the Eagles, he plays. And that, but my point Solid. is, he's a he's at least a name. I still yeah. wouldn't pay that kind of money to see him. I agree. Fifty years ago. Yes. All right, I'm not alone on that one. No. Then the other thing I noticed when I was out this weekend, Jerry, is guys shooting pool in public. I saw you tweeting this. Who are really terrible at it? Well, they're like out for I would, a good time. I would never shoot pool in a crowded bar because I'm not good at it. And but if you're guys, playing with your friends. No, it'd be too embarrassing because there's nothing else going on in these bars, so everyone's watching dudes shooting pool. And, like, they can't even you know what's really embarrassing when the guy can't break in pool where you hit all the balls together that, and I they agree, don't go it's anywhere. That's quite embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Yes, I agree. So I just felt like if you're going to shoot pool in public, you should be really good at pool. That's my take on I it. suppose. See, the only reason I, I would disagree with you is because we used – in Matawan, Aberdeen – on Route 34 in Jersey, there used to be a pool hall. And it was actually really cool. Why it didn't last, I don't know. Because every time, I'm talking when I was a senior in high school, this was the place to go. They didn't have alcohol or anything. But if you wanted to smoke a couple of cigarettes and play pool with your friends, they had like 12 pool tables in there. They had TVs all over the place. It was actually a lot of fun. Many of us couldn't play pool. But you still went. You had the table, and it would be four or five guys just, you know, goofing around, having a good time, whatever. I see what you're saying if people are crowding around the table right. and watching you. In a pool hall with many billiards tables, that's different because no one's focused on your table. But in a solo bar with one pool table, mm. there's yeah. nothing else to look at. I guess. I suppose. So basically, me and you are never going out and playing pool. No, because I'm not good. Okay.
And then I have this for you, Jerry. LeBron James ordered a pizza from a California pizza chain called Blaze Pizza. Okay. It had uh, pineapples and ham on it. He got 16 toppings. How cool is that? I didn't See, know that's there were too much for toppings. me. Why? Because are you really tasting any of them if you have all of them? No, you're, but you're tasting collectively what they taste like. So he got uh, shredded mozzarella, Parmesan, grilled chicken. Nice right protein. There. That's a good pie. Turkey meatballs. That's all much. Banana peppers. Ew. Cherry tomatoes. Okay. Fresh basil. Garlic. Green bell peppers. Kalamata olives. Red onions. Spinach. Sea salt. Oregano. Arugula. And olive oil drizzle. Plus he got high rise dough and spicy red sauce. All right. First of all. That's a lot. That's not 16 toppings, number one. Garlic doesn't count. It's in, it's in almost every pizza. What about sea salt? You're cheese not doesn't that. count. That's pizza. <laughs> they got different kinds of cheese. A drizzle of olive oil yeah. counts as a topping? That's right. No. Olives is nothing. Onions is nothing. Those aren't toppings. Now, you started with the chicken and the turkey meatballs. That's I'm nice. thinking, my God, I didn't hear pineapples. I didn't hear ham. Nope. Right? I didn't hear sausage. Nope. So, actually, that's kind of a phony story, quite frankly. So, it's not truly 16 toppings. No, it's probably seven. Right. I mean... Still a lot. Was sauce a topping on that? Sauce? Well, he got the special hot sauce. Exactly. That doesn't count. Oh. Every pizza has sauce and and cheese Mm. on it. And what is your take on... It seems like most people, when they go out to eat, they take the onions off of whatever... I hate onions. So why are they putting onions with almost every meal? I've never understood Most people take them off. There's two things I refuse to eat if I can avoid. Onions and garlic. I know, I know garlic has amazing health benefits. I get it. Oh, I have a request of you. You don't want second. stank breath. It's awful. Now, if I'm out, I'm not going to lie. If I'm out with the guys and there's, you know, garlic mashed potatoes, I'll eat them. What do I care? But if I'm out with my wife or even a couple and there's other women around, there is no chance that I'm eating anything that's got garlic in it, near it, around it, or cooked by it. Now, what if you are not going to partake in that but your wife reaches over for the garlic stuff, would you be like, hmm? Oh, she'll just know I'm not going near her that night. Will you say that as she's reaching? Oh, absolutely. Like, by the way. Yes, absolutely. You're really eating that tonight? Enjoy your night. So you're out. I'm out. It's gross. It is gross. And there's nothing worse than the person that eats the raw onions. Yes. In a salad, on a burger. Good luck getting that stench out. I like when, like, Craig orders it for breakfast. So first thing in the morning, and you're getting... Onions. Well, now here. Thick onions on a bagel. Here's why that's okay. Craig does that at six or seven o'clock in the morning, right? And I'm not speaking at a school. He's talked about this on the air before. His wife owns a shop, she's a business owner. He doesn't see her till six or seven o'clock at night. He's got plenty of time to either A, make it horrendously worse, or B, straighten it out by five o'clock. I think if you give yourself 11, 12 hours, you can balance that out. You're probably okay. With other foods. You brush your teeth a couple of times, a little bit of mouthwash, you have a Diet Coke, a little bit of water, you have a ham sandwich. I think it goes away. It's not like he does that and says, all right, honey, be home in 10. Pucker up. (laughs) Ugh. Oh, gross. Hey, kind of on the same lines of what we're talking about with this onions and the garlic and all that garbage, right? So I started taking turmeric. Have you heard of this? It's a powder, I thought. Yeah, so I bought it on Saturday. When do we get back from Borgata? I bought it Saturday afternoon, and you get a little container. It's ground turmeric, and it's supposedly really good for – it's an anti-inflammatory. 
Um, all the reading I've done with stenosis, which I'll talk to you about that in a second, which I'm blown away by, but um, it's supposed to help in that, lower back pain, all this stuff. Here's my concern, and this is where I need help from you. I'm slightly concerned that, you know when people eat a lot of garlic, if they sweat, they start to smell yes. badly? I need to know, because I am now making a teaspoon of this in my daily routine, every day a teaspoon, if I start to smell like it. Does the powder smell? Oh, it's brutal. It is. It's not good. Do your... Does uh, it, I shouldn't say that. It tastes terrible. I don't know that it smells as bad as it tastes. Uh, have you noticed a, um, a change in your um, no. smell when you go to the bathroom? No. I've only... I've only. It's only been Saturday, Sunday, and now today when I go home, I'll have the other one in my lunch. I'm going to sprinkle it into my salad. You do. It's uh, tasteless? Oh, no. It's taste oh, it tastes terrible. <laughs> it's awful. Then why sprinkle it on a salad and ruin a whole salad? Why not just slam one whole tablespoon of it? Uh, I don't know. That, I think it's like cinnamon. I don't think you could just... Oh. Like, you can't eat cinnamon, I don't think. Yeah, I get... These um, supplements and vitamins, I never know. I, but see, like, I don't can take... Can it really do anything? See, that's... powder? It's interesting you say that because, A, I don't take any vitamins. I take nothing. I don't take medicine. I don't take vitamins. I just... I try to get everything from what I eat. So for this, I look at it as someone with this back problem. I'm grasping at straws here. Everything I've read about this turmeric, this ground turmeric, is that it's it's supposedly awesome. And where does it come from? Uh, India, I want to say. I think it India. grows there in India. I, I don't know where A big it grows. I know plant. it's huge in India. I it is. So anyway, I did write down on my calendar the day I started taking it. And in one month, I want to see if I feel any better. All right. Makes sense, right? Yes. The next thing I read, I've been doing a lot of this on this. Yeah, uh, you're researching thing. it. I have like... been. I'm trying to get an understanding of it. Basically, not only is surgery not a good option, it's perhaps the worst option I could have ever, you could ever go to. So if someone wants to do surgery on it, like the Sims were telling me, no, stay away. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. So how about that? It's so, all about the exercise routine and what you eat. So basically, you do want me to see if you smell. But yeah, basically, I'm asking in about a week or two if you notice. I don't think I smell. I think I always. I've, I think I'm usually. Clean. You're normally pretty good. Yeah, uh, I think so. I've not smelled you yet, and I also think you would tell me. I don't think there's many people that would. I think you would tell me. Uh, I hope anyway. I would tell you with Eddie. That's not something I would tell you one on one. But like when really? you come in the room with me and Eddie, I'd say, uh, uh, Eddie and I were talking. We we. Smell, I think that turmeric you're taking is making you smell. All right, well, I'm asking you not to actually discuss this with Eddie. Just tell oh, me. Oh, not bring it up to if Eddie. It comes just one on one. Just tell me. I would just okay. like to know. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I used to notice when I used to take the train into New York to come to work uh, back before the WFN days, I would take, I went through a um, phase when I was taking the train. I went through another phase when I was taking the bus. And there would be people that would walk on the train when they would, or the bus, and they would walk by you. If they had garlic the night before, horrendous. Holy mackerel! Yeah, just horrendous. And also, someone I won't say I won't say her name. Someone we used to work with, she also smelled of garlic and a lot. And you could tell the next day. Yeah. yeah, very obvious. Yeah, you can't really be cooking with garlic all that often because it stinks. Yes, it's brutal. Yeah. And lastly, I would like to get into this just for all a right, second. Jerry. Craig was making a big deal, and I know you are uncomfortable with the conversation, and I mentioned the word penis, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, but this whole thing with Draymond Green taking the picture of his stuff and sending it out and hitting send, and it it's funny because when I came in, before I even knew of the story, I think the first tweet I saw 
was uh, all-time quotes or something like that. And the first thing that popped up on Twitter at 4 o'clock this morning was a quote from Peyton Manning that says, you spend 20 years building your career, and it can be gone in five minutes. And then 20 minutes later, you're showing me Draymond Green basically hitting send on social media of a picture of his penis. Right. The idea that most guys do this, Craig couldn't be more wrong Yeah, about I think this. he's incorrect on this one. And he was like damn certain that every guy does this. They don't. Yeah, guys do not, generally I'm going to say, guys do not take pictures of their penises. I don't. I just don't believe that to be Unless true. Unless your girlfriend or your wife requests it, and even that, I'm with you. I don't know how many women want to see it yeah, like that. Yeah, women are don't look at men that way for the most part. Isn't that odd? It is. Like, men are very visually stimulated. Women, I think, are... Crazy. ...stimulated from uh, oh. a man's uh, personality and things like that. And they're crazy. And they're crazy. Yeah, I mean, let's call it, let's call it as we Absolutely. <laughs> I will give you that one, Jerry. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so my uh, girlfriend is a teacher, and she's got a lot of free time on her hands now. How's that going over the summer? It's going good, but she's really into... Um, into um, she thinks the government is trying to kill us with GMOs in our food. Well, I don't think the government is. I think the food... Well, because they can are. lobby, you know, they have all these food lobbies that get this sure. stuff through. So she's very concerned. She now has me checking labels, yeah, like fruits and um, all these different things for what I, and of course I'm eating all the wrong items. Well, it's funny because, not funny, but it's interesting in my research for this stenosis, one of the articles I read said the paleo diet, if I'm saying that correctly, paleo, paleo, whatever, is the only diet that someone with stenosis, lower back pain should follow because it takes out all the inflammatories and food, all the crap, all the processed foods, and forget forget what you think about eating that way. For back pain and for what I have, it is the only diet to follow. So I went out, I bought this paleo book. The problem is it takes six hours to make breakfast. Yeah, that's no good. I like, like simple. In, in theory, it seems great. Right. But this is going to last three days, and then I'm like, give me a bag of Pop-Tarts. I'm running late. Yes, that's the problem with all this stuff, like cooking. I can't be bothered with cooking stuff. I'll put something in a steamer. I'll put something in the oven, and that's it. Could you – let me ask Set you this. Set it and forget it. As someone that doesn't have kids, and you do have time. You, yes. you do have free time on a Sunday if you wanted to. I do. Could you – and I don't know that I could. Could you get in the kitchen for two or three hours and no. make meals for the week? And no. then you're done cooking, and all you do is pop stuff. And like, see, I, I'll tell I you why either. I can't do that. Because then you've just ruined my Sunday. Now I'm going to think about that every weekend that yeah. I have to spend a couple of hours in the kitchen preparing meals for the week. I cannot be bothered Even with that. Even though it's going to save you a whole boatload of time the rest of the week. Yeah, because I'd rather I'd rather uh, divide it up per day. Right. It's kind of like yeah, I understand. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. I don't want to I don't want to have that as a thing that I have to do on a Sunday. Cook for the week, prep for the week. That's and that's, that's not the, for me. That and the ingredients. Yes. So like there was one thing that I wanted to, I was going I was actually going to make it yesterday. I get the book, I'm all excited. I'm like and I didn't really understand the fullness of this diet and how uh, in depth all the preparation is until I was really reading it. So me and my wife usually on Sundays we're outside with the kids. And we chop up the two avocados, make some guacamole, you know, good stuff, right? For, t- for dipping, whether it's celery, whether it's chips, whatever it might be. So I said to her yesterday, I'm like, I have a new dip I'm going to make today, even though we weren't even outside because the weather was crap. She goes, great, I'm all in. And I saw what the ingredients were. I didn't think anything of it. I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get them. I went to the store. I got most of them. 
Then I got home and I read how to make it. You had to soak cashews in water for 14 hours. Yeah, not for me. What? I'm not soaking anything. Let's go cut up the avocados. I'm not soaking things. I'm not defrosting things. Man, it's tough. It yeah. really is. I guess I guess if you get in the rhythm of doing it, you can do it. But God almighty, to get started is just, you can't have milk. You can't have cheese. You got to have this type of milk. I just, cockroach milk. That's what you're going to get. We're milking cockroaches. By the way, did you see the dead cockroach? Right in the building? Of our I did not. Today. Yeah. Poor thing made it up 10 floors and mm, he made it over. all the way up here. Anyway. All right. Well, this all right, Jerry. Uh, by tomorrow, I think the Mets will have Jay Bruce, but right now. I don't think they will. They don't. Okay. Fair enough. Um, don't go anywhere because our segment, which, by the way, was oh, fantastic right. this morning uh, from 545, really 544 to 553. Let's call it what it is. We basically do nine minutes now because the other guys take it over after we take the break, which is fine. It was awesome, and that's coming up next. Perfect. Enjoy your Monday. Two. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, we get the week started, Zach. It's uh, 543 in a Monday morning. Alan Jerry with you. Boomer and Carton coming up right at 6 o'clock. Uh, Yankees did lose on uh, Sunday to the Rays 5-3. Stunningly, they got swept by a Tampa team that has been brutal uh, this season. And that was a series that Craig thought the Yankees would go in and sweep. And perhaps because they lost those first two games, you get the Andrew Miller trade. On Sunday morning, and we'll see if they do anything else today with the trade deadline. Mets beat the Rockies game. They had to have 6-4, to four, uh, so that's all good. But we'll see if they make a move, too. But the big – well, it's not the big story. The funny story of the day, uh, Al, has got to be Draymond Green, who is having himself a miserable 2016. Is that fair to say? That is fair to say, Jerry. Lost the finals, was arrested, and now put a picture out on – what was it, Snapchat? Snapchat? I don't get this Snapchat. I don't know what Snapchat is. I don't understand it. But he put a picture of him – his stuff. His junk. Right. And apparently it was out there for nine or ten minutes before he realized he did it and then put on Twitter that he was hacked and then realized no one's going to buy that. All right. LOL. My bad. Right. We never believe when your account gets hacked because nobody's account really gets hacked. Not often. Not often. Not often. And if the, if your account does get hacked, they are not putting pictures of junk out there. No, probably not. No. So did you see the photo? No. I just, uh, Gr- Craig and I were just looking were at searching it for pre-show. It? Yeah, it's, uh, it's close up. It is a, uh, it is not a, a far away shot. Have you ever done that and sent that no. somewhere? I would never imagine doing that. No one wants to see that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Get I don't it. get it either. Because when it. you talk to women, and I have asked women, they're not interested in seeing that. They apparently they, he's got someone in his life that he thought was. Their brain works different than men. Men like seeing naked things, and that's what we're attracted to with women. Yes. Women like a man's brain. And sense of humor. Huge and, package. And their personality. <laughs> they don't need to see those photos. And Snapchat, supposedly the thing that used to be great about Snapchat, Jerry, and why people would get it was you'd be able to send pictures and they would disappear in a very short time uh, where you wouldn't be able to screen grab it. I guess that's not true because Apparently not. it has been screen grabbed and <laughs> sent all over one. the internet. Yeah, Craig and I were checking it out this morning. It is, uh, it's a clear photo. It's um, no doubt. That's what it is. Huge junk. Yep. <laughs> All right, Eddie. It is out there. <laughs> Apparently so. Uh-huh. Huge junk package. Yes. Teabag, penis, Eulacaca. Right. Well, there you go. 
All those okay. things. It was really uh, just one photo, though. Right. Anyhow, um, moving on. Meantime, Team USA keeps winning all these basketball games. Yes. And Draymond Green is big with this social media and taking these videos. And there's a couple of them that's funny. Kind of creepy, too. He goes around the plane. All the guys are sleeping. Who is this? Draymond Green. And he's going around the uh, the plane. He's, takes, he's taking shots of Kevin Not Durant Not Draymond sleeping. Green. He did the, the junk shot. Right. I thought Green also. Oh, he also. Boy, he's very prolific with this yeah, cell phone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought he was doing a oh, lot. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was Green with the phone. Take a videoing the guy's sleeping. Carmelo's there. Durant is there. All of them. On the plane. Just kind of weird. And then you also have this. Um, these guys are doing all this singing. Different songs. And this is the one. You know Vanessa Carlton, A Thousand Miles? You I know do. That one? Yeah. So there's a couple of clips here that they put on uh, social media. <laughs> Into the sky. Now it gets cut off there, obviously, for I don't know why. And they go to, at one point, they're like, come on, Carmelo, what do you think? And then they take the shot of Carmelo. He looks like he wants to jump out of the plane. Yeah, he looks miserable. <laughs> that's an interesting song for Team USA to pick to sing. Of all yes. the songs, that's not on the radio anymore, that Vanessa Carlton, A Thousand Miles. No. But they all knew all of the well, words. Well, it's kind of like Carly Rae Jepsen. Remember that song she yes. had? I forget what it was. The Harvard Call me ba- maybe. Yeah, the Harvard baseball team put that video out, and then everybody was doing it, including NBA players. But that was when the song was popular. This song that these True. this Team USA is singing, is the, it's not a popular song. Clearly, it hasn't been in 20 years. Someone clearly had it on the uh, shuffle on the iPod. But the fact that all the players know all the words it's a popular song. is strange to me. Why? It was a because very they're young guys. They, they had to be three when that song was a hit. Well, when do you think that song really came out? 90s. No. Mid to late 90s. Absolutely. Really? But Just Google it. Yeah. I could Maybe, Google actually, it. you know what? I looked. I it's thought, 2001. I would have said Still, seven, eight, yeah. 15 years ago. I would have said seven or eight years, not 15 yeah, years ago. Yeah, 15 years ago. Do you know she's married to the lead singer of Third Eye Blind? Why would I know that? guess you wouldn't, Jerry. No, I have no idea. And this story I love, and you tell me whether you think this is fair to do or not fair to do. All right. Uh, an owner of a restaurant in South Carolina, uh, Raheem's Seafood, it's called. Uh, I guess uh, Cam Newton frequents the place, and uh, Raheem wanted to find a way to promote that uh, Cam Newton goes there. Okay. You know, so you can take a picture with the staff and, uh, you know, hang that in the restaurant and that sort of thing. What he decided to do was to take to his uh, social media where they promote the restaurant, and he took security footage of Cam Newton at the restaurant and put it on their social media and said, look, folks, Cam Newton eats here. Probably not right, but I like I don't his, know that it's wrong. To take, um, yeah, I don't know if you're allowed to put that stuff out there. Security cam footage. Right. Using as like a promotional as item. to him actually posing with you or your staff. Hey, look, Cam Newton, yeah. what a good guy. Yeah. Like, let's say the local Applebee's where you live down the Jersey Shore area. <laughs> right. You walked in there one. <laughs> you, no, you just saw on the, <laughs> on the local Applebee's Twitter uh, yeah. page, Jerry Recco eats here. I guess if you're Cam Newton, you wouldn't be thrilled. <laughs> yeah. I do. I, he did it once before with the uh, rapper Ludacris. I guess this guy also, did this. yeah, Raheem. Yeah, and uh, he said, "Listen, it works. People come in and say <laughs> they saw the uh, picture. It's good business. Yeah, it's good business." And he said, "I love this quote. Let me. I want to get it exactly from Raheem here." He said, uh, "Let's see. I'm sure he's okay with it about Cam Newton. It wasn't like showing him he's a criminal. I showed he liked the food. <laughs> oh boy." Well, the, here's the proofs in the pudding. Does he go back? If Cam Newton doesn't go back, you know he's ticked off. Yeah. 
And by the way, Cam Newton's had a very nice offseason. He does these shows for Nickelodeon. Yeah. I know he was a tool at the end of the Super Bowl. He really comes across as a good guy. Right. And now what you'll see with this, if he goes after the, the shop owner, he might, right. have, might have a problem with it. And speaking of food, Jerry, I don't know if you're concerned about this. I was on a Twitter over the weekend. Oh, is this the Romo thing? And you're a Cowboys fan, right. and Tony Romo looks fat. No, no, no. He no, showed no. up to camp fat. No. I saw the pictures. He did not show up to camp fat. He looks fine. They say he's in the best shape of his life. There's something going on with these photos. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick in Tahoe. He looked like he ate somebody. Yeah, he looked fat also. Ryan Fitzpatrick looks fine right now. There's something going on with these filters, with these cameras. I, Tony Romo did not put oh, 60 come pounds on. Romo, you suck. He loves food. Romo, you suck. Proceed to party. party. He did party. Proceed to party. party. But he's got time to get in shape, Jerry. I wouldn't <laughs> worry. In shape. You're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Listen, the Cowboys are not going to have a good season, but it's not going to be because Tony Romo's not in shape. He's in shape. He's fine. Their defense is a mess. That'll be it. And everybody on social media, relax. Mm-hmm. You bought in. I bought Hope in. line and sinker. Although Michael Irvin said he had had dinner recently with Tony Romo. So what does was, that mean? And he was fine. He said he looked in shape. Because he is. Except He's for that one picture. Fine. He's very defensive. Though, yeah. Uh, I'm defensive because it's it's not so much him. It's even the Fitzpatrick thing, turns out. He, he wasn't as big as that picture made him look. And maybe the camera does add weight. I it don't doesn't know. add weight. The uh, problem, too, Craig, is there are different shots of Romo in the same motion where he looks half the size of the picture that was put out there originally. I, that's good news for the Giants because they get them game one. So he's not probably not no, going to no, be in, in shape by then. He, he is so in that's good way, for Giants, Giants fans. should worry about Beckham getting slashed with the cleat. He's fine. Oh, he's fine, but Romo's fat. Romo is fat. But right. I fought wild. Yeah. And then uh, Brett Favre had said in an article that one time he got in really good shape mm. and the hits hurt more being more in shape. That sometimes when you have a little He's around the mid- by the flap. Yeah, when you have a little around the midsection like Tony Romo does now. No, Tony Romo that does not have a lot around the midsection. It actually helps the quarterback. Oh, you are dense. It's so like that talking is good. to a wall. You know, don't even change your stance. Oh, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. That was a clip of Tony Romo. All right, quick break. Boomer and Carton coming up next on The Fan. Yeah, apparently. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, coming up just a couple of moments. uh, Boomer and Carton, a couple more minutes with uh, me and Al. And quickly, the Rays did beat the Yankees 5-3. Yankees were swept. Mets beat the Rockies 6-4. The Yankees being swept uh, puts them at 52-52 and as they hover around 500 again. The Orioles beat the Blue Jays. The Red Sox had a thrilling win yesterday, which means the Yankees are falling and falling and falling, and that means someone's going to lose a bet probably. So much so that Boomer was like partying in the back. Yeah, Boomer was throwing a mini party back in his office. He was uh, blasting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was blasting uh, Roy Orbison's It's Over. It's over. Yeah, that one. He was really loving that. He had a whole, he had like a, um, he created a playlist of just songs about it being over for the Yankees. So he's excited to get his money. I guess today he's thinking. Well, why would it be today? Well, because they've already, they're getting well, rid of everyone. Seed, they're trading everybody. I mean, yeah. Bell Trend goes today. 500 sleeves to your daddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you figure they're going to make more deals today. And at that point, I mean, who the hell's playing? 
You want A-Rod up there more? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man. You and your bets, man. You're getting you're getting clobbered. 20 grand for losing to Matt Martin on the golf course. Oh, we're going to beat him. Well, and the Yankees are going to make it to first place. Gonna he should have been disqualified. We can go over that again if you like. And then, we, then we lost 50 bucks on bet the house on the You've Mets You've been Friday. waiting for the 2016 Subway Series. And beginning today, it's four big over, nights huh? of Yankees-Mets baseball. You can That's hear cold, all the play-by-play -play shortly after 7 p.m. with John Sterling and Sue. Susan Waldman, along with extensive pregame coverage throughout the afternoon with Mike Francesa and extended postgame coverage with Sweeney Murdy and Ed Coleman. It's all from your flagship station for New York baseball, along with Boomer and Carton, morning 6 to 10, Beningo and Roberts, middays from 10 to 1, and Mike Francesa, afternoons 1 to 6.30. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN and WFAN FM. Them.